All right, today I want to talk to you about how to get started with data science using Python. And I know that Python is not used just for data science, but it is become increasingly the most powerful tool for doing anything with data. And since that's such a big topic uh, and has been a big topic for a number of years now, I thought that I'll share with you sort of the introduction that I am now getting um, familiar with. So I've used Python in the past, like a number of years ago, like in graduate school, towards the beginning of graduate school, I was doing projects in Python and then I used it um, a little bit in undergrad. And I went to undergrad from like 2009 to 2013 and then uh, beginning of my grad school would have been like 2013, 2014. So it's been quite a few years uh, since then, since it's like 2021 now, and you know, as you as you might expect, software and these types of things change rapidly. So by not using Python in the last few years uh, too much, as in I've used it but not done big development projects with it. Um, mainly, uh, what I was using in graduate school was C++ for the bulk of my work, and then lately in my uh, uh, most recent job that I just switched from, I was using a lot of Fortran and MATLAB, mainly Fortran. So, you know, just um, it's 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 just kind of different how how things work. I mean, I think the basic fundamentals of coding, once you kind of get that, it's not too different hopping from language to language. But it is kind of nice to be familiar with the latest and greatest that is available for for each thing. And since uh, now in my uh, in my now current job, I am starting to get into looking at data and, and sort of doing a, a lot more with a lot of data. And so I think that reintroducing myself to Python and everything that it has to offer is pretty much the way to go. And uh, of course, R is another thing that people also use for data science. So just throwing it out there uh, for for a long time, um, it, it it used to be Excel, like pretty much people used to put, as you know, Excel is a wonderful way to organize and keep uh, data. Um, ultimately, we're just talking about rows and columns of data, right? Like there's, um, you can have basically like names of people, their ages, their uh, their gender, their addresses, their phone numbers, that kind of data, or some other kind of data, but pretty much anything like that could be stored in Excel spreadsheets, and then now we have access to even more data and we need to do maybe more sophisticated things and we want to automate more things as well. And that is why these tools like R and especially Python have become uh, so important as our access to more data has uh, become possible with time. So if you're getting started, so this uh, post is really for somebody who is just getting started. So it's no by no means for an expert who already knows a lot about Python and data science and everything. So, uh, you know, this is really for somebody, maybe if you're switching from something else to this field, um, or like, say, you know, nothing about uh, anything like with Python or data science, and maybe you worked a completely different job. I know the pandemic has made it so that a lot of people have lost their jobs and they have to kind of pivot um, completely away from what they are familiar with. Like maybe, uh, I don't know, maybe you were a server at a restaurant. Maybe you uh, 
are a, a dancer or, or a teacher and now you find yourself in a position where um, you have to learn a new skill, you have to pick up some new tools and uh, relaunch yourself into a whole new world. And that's the really nice thing about Python is that you really can do that and it is at your fingertips, it's completely accessible. Uh, everything I'll be talking about is completely free. So if you have a computer and internet connection, you can do uh, everything that I'm talking about. And of course, it's going to be a little bit of learning. But especially to get started, it's not going to be that difficult as I found myself, right? Because I had never uh, done it quite this way before myself. And I really saw that this was just a matter of, you know, going uh, to the right website and and like just clicking on download and getting the right software and then um, going through just clicking the buttons to go through the steps for the installation. And then I was pretty much good to go and good to get started with coding. And so as far as getting started, this is a very uh, quick start, I think. And I, I think it'll be very encouraging once you see how uh, simple you simply how simply you can get started so this is um so i'm going to write a blog about this so uh, so simultaneous to this podcast episode i am also publishing a blog post so if you if you go to howtophd.org slash blog you will find the blog post associated with this episode and you can kind of read uh you know the actual sentences and like the text over there and and go to the links uh, for the installation and there's just really one link for the installation and then I also have sort of some pictures and uh, I'm going to give you some examples in the blog post so if you want to uh, follow along as far as the text is concerned please do go to my very free website howtophd.org slash blog uh, and you can have access to all of that and then this podcast episode um, is of course for listening and 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 you know you can come back to it later or, or whatever you want. And uh, and I will also, what I will do is I'll take the audio from this episode and the blog um, and, and some of those pictures, some of those screenshots I have and, and turn this into a YouTube video as well so that if you, you know, prefer to look at it in video form, you can. Uh, I do have a code example as well in the blog post. So for that, it would be best you know, of course, to get to the blog post, and you can just copy and paste uh, that code uh, to get started with running something right away when you get started. So, so just to kind of real quick go through this, I wrote this blog post that's called How to Get Started with Data Science Using Python, and this is for absolutely new users. This is completely new to coding uh, type of people. Um, I have a background in physics myself, so it's not like I'm a computer science person or anything like that. I don't really approach coding as a person who really knows that much about computers and code and computer science or computer engineering. Like, I'm not one of those types of people. I have always done coding as a part of my job. It's not the job, it's part of my job where something needs to happen, some calculation needs to be done, something needs to be automated, some script needs to be written to you know make things faster or submit some jobs or something like that. It's not really all that I do. Uh, so I use it very much as like a tool, as something that I have to use and not something that I have to uh, sort of 
build from scratch and know really what's going on in the ones and zeros level, right? So that's my uh, approach. And, and so don't feel, you know, like sometimes I used to feel shy about coding and it's really a mindset. Like if you think of it as, okay, this is what I need to do to go from like A to B. This is just something that I have to do to get this job done. Uh, then it becomes your servant rather than you feeling uh, afraid of it. You know, it's not, it's not really anything to be afraid of. It's simply something to take advantage of is what you, what you can think about. So to get started with data science using Python, the recommendation from experts is to get Anaconda. So Anaconda, uh, is this basically it's this like one and it's like all in one kind of package for Python so you know with Python it's it's a very very powerful tool it's a very very powerful programming language Python however its true potential is only harnessed with the right packages and libraries so Python is this programming language but unless you have the right packages and libraries that have been written for Python to do a number of specific types of tasks it's not that useful so like for example like numpy is a you know is a python library uh, and you kind of need that to do a lot of different to do basically anything with you know just any kind of computation type thing i've always ended up using numpy so i couldn't even imagine uh using python without it so basically it's kind of nice when someone just gives you a just think of it as getting a version of Python, like an edition of Python, like a package deal where everything that is most commonly used is already uh, there in that installation. You don't have to think that, okay, I have Python, now I have to, let's, let's find all of the things I still need. It's just like an all-in-one kind of thing, so you'd be, you'd be totally set once you get this. So an Anaconda installation will give you everything in one fell swoop rather than to have to add things one by one. That's, that's my take on Anaconda. Now, I may be wrong. Maybe I will find that there's things that it doesn't have or whatever, right? I think, for example, Pilotech is something that Anaconda does not come with. Uh, and, you know, how do I know? Because, well, it's part of my job now. And uh, I, I kind of found out that that was the case. So not everything, everything will be part of Anaconda. But I think it gets you started very quickly with pretty much anything that one would need. And so to install the Anaconda for individual edition, uh, I have the link on my blog post and I will also have a link on this in the description of this podcast episode. But uh, basically you go to this link, it's called Anaconda Individual Edition. Uh, it says you, it's, it's your data science toolkit, which it really is, right? It, it really has pretty much everything that one would need. Um, like it's like your little toolbox that you have everything uh, th that would be needed to do any kind of data science type of job. And so it's just kind of nice when you get started with pretty much everything you need rather than find out along the way that you're missing this or that. You know what I mean? So, so yeah, Anaconda Individual Edition, it's uh, the way they describe it. It's your data science toolkit with over 20 million users worldwide. The open so source individual edition is the easiest way to perform Python or R data science and machine learning on a single machine. Um, developed for solo practitioners, 
It is the toolkit that equips you to work with thousands of open source packages and libraries. So there you go. It's literally, there, there are thousands of open source packages and libraries. That's the thing. If you're really into this kind of thing, then you would know a lot of these packages and library off the top of your head if you did it all the time. But if you're like me and you're kind of rusty, or if you're, say, brand new to coding, then it's going to be hard for you to know, okay, what packages do I need? That, that's why it's just nice to get a, an addition of Python which has all the packages already and you don't have to worry about downloading it one by one. So that's why I think Anaconda is really nice and I was recommended to get Anaconda. I'm no I'm not an expert in Python or anything like that yet. I just kind of got started with it again after being kind of rusty and using other things and so this is the recommendation I have gotten from the experts and so you know <laughs> I hope it works out. Uh, if it doesn't, well, I tried. So anyway, um, the next thing is, so once you get Anaconda, you already are off to a great start, right? You already have, like once that Anaconda installation starts on your computer, after you hit the download button and then you just go through a couple of steps uh, on just, you know, it'll prompt you to go, you know, next, next for your installation to be complete. Once you get that done, you're well on your way to pretty much having everything you need. After that, the only thing is you should get an IDE and that is called uh, what IDE is is integrated development environment so this is something that I wasn't always very familiar with I'm ashamed to say because I'm pretty old school and I've used Vim a lot for an editor so it's all about so when you're doing coding you need some kind of editor like you know like word or notepad or vim or gedit like there is thousands of editors and i say word because it's an editor for mainly you know typing text word is not really an editor for coding but basically you can think of coding as writing code writing words and numbers or whatever symbols to uh, run a piece of code to like run to to do something right so you need to write all that somewhere somehow and you need some kind of editor similar to when we write a paper and we need word so that's why I said word although you would never actually use word to write code probably but uh, but yeah so like so you might be uh, familiar with things like notepad or gedit is a very common editor a lot of people use that uh there is also something called vim so vim is something i've used a lot you know because i mean it's kind of old um but like for example i was using fortran in my in my old job and that's a really old programming language and i don't know if any really any ides uh which is ide is simply like a fancy editor that helps you to do this job right and and all the professionals use ides so uh, it's optimized. It ha it has things to help you. Tools. It's like another tool to get you uh, going, right? So, I didn't really use IDEs too much, and that's why I'm going into this detail with you because, in case you haven't used them, they are really nice. So, with Python, Python being modern, being a modern programming language that's under development, that's people are actively developing things for Python all the time. You can expect more right? You can expect your life to be better with Python. And so IDE is the way to go. So for after getting Anaconda, I've been recommended to get PyCharm for the IDE. And so PyCharm 
is the name of this integrated development environment. Uh, it's just another little installation you have to do after you get Anaconda. You'll actually get prompted. So basically, once I had uh, Anaconda opened, I was also prompted to get PyCharm. So once you get PyCharm, um, you'll be all set to then get going. So development of code, you know, of course, you can. it can be done by opening files using any editor you like, but that can get to be cumbersome, especially if your code uh, becomes, uh, you know, gets to be multiple files. And an IDE just makes everything easier and more manageable. And honestly, it's really nice because it will also help you autocomplete code, like, you know, how your phone can autocomplete when you text. So like some of the things like with an IDE, like you don't even have to know the full syntax of, 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 of something, you know, if your syntax is wrong, it'll prompt you to correct it. Like, it's so nice because it's almost like, even if you don't know how to code, it will just help you. So I think it's kind of like training wheels. It's like, you know, when you don't have an IDE, you actually have to know the syntax. You have to actually be able to write code without someone helping you and prompting you. But IDE is like, you'll have all the help. So I think it's really nice. Like it makes everything manageable and especially the whole, uh, the managing part of programming, right? Like, okay, this is in this file and that's in that file. Okay, let me write something like, let me write a class here and then let me write a script to call it over there. Those types of things, it's all in a GUI, like it's right there. You can access everything, like it's very visual. So for visual uh, and, and for accessibility purposes, I think IDE is definitely the way to go. So don't not get the IDE, okay? So the steps really are just two steps. Get Anaconda, get PyCharm, and, and you'll be all set, I'm, I, I swear. So Anaconda, once I got Anaconda, so now I have a Mac, um, Basically, I ended up with something called Anaconda Navigator under my applications, um, and that prompted me to get PyCharm, so I didn't have to do too much. Uh, it's a very user-friendly GUI, and you will see how it all flows once your installation is done uh, with, with this link that I'll give you. So you just have one link here, which is to install Anaconda. Once you install Anaconda, it will prompt you to get the PyCharm IDE, which is the really nice environment for you to start coding in. And once you have that, you just jump in, like you can start writing your first piece of code. And if you are, uh, you know, feeling a little bit shy, I have a piece of code here that you can just copy and paste into a new file in your PyCharm um, environment. So in your PyCharm environment, you just go to file uh, and new file, and then you copy and paste this piece of code. And then on the top, near the top right, you will see there is a little green sideways looking arrow and you can press that and that will run the code and you can see what happens. You'll see um, some output from it. And there you go. That's how you can get started with uh, getting Anaconda, getting PyCharm, the IDE, running your first piece of code and just getting going. Like there is no hesitation here. There is, you just, these are tools that are literally in your fingertips and it's just getting, um, it's just getting started with, with, with stuff. You don't want to delay. If you, if this is something that you're tr looking to get into, don't think of it as a big project, uh, to get started with these types of things because it's literally step one get anaconda step two get pycharm step three copy and paste a piece of code step four run it and um 
basically experience the joys of of seeing something run you know and then you can write your own piece of code and you can just build from there and i promise you it will be great so uh <laughs> good luck uh thank you for listening thank you for watching if you're on youtube thank you for reading if you're on the blog and uh definitely check out uh other resources on the blog as well if you're interested and leave me a comment on the blog if you found any of this useful or you know if you found anything wrong with anything i said or wrote uh, then you can correct me because I'm learning as well. I'm not an expert in Python. I'm just sharing as I go, as I learn myself. And so if there are any uh, further suggestions that you want to give me and my readers, please do let us uh, let us know as a comment on the blog. That would be much appreciated. And I uh, wish you all the best in your in your journey. <music>